you mentioned, you know, in the army, there's no third element, right? It's family, it's mm. thing. So what do you do for a hobby? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's That wasn't entirely true. You do have a third element, but it's, you know, you, your, your first mistress is always the job, whether you like it or not. It owns you 24-7. Um, my hobby, um, mountain bikes. It's, that's my thing. It's as simple as that. Everything else is just window dressing. Um, started riding bikes when I was a kid before mountain bikes were mountain bikes. You know, it was just, that's what you did. You got on your bike, you went to see your mates, you know, there was no like WhatsApp. I imagine there might be young people listening to this going, oh God, he's old. That was what it was back in the day. You're going to go knock on your mates, got on your bike, you rode to your mate's house. You went out and played on your bikes. Um, mountain bikes didn't really become a thing like in my head until I was in the army because um, riding bikes was just what you did. But then, you know, I, I, I dr- kind of drifted away from it, joined the army, just did sport because the opportunities for sport in the military are, are pretty, pretty good. Um, you know, football, rugby, skiing, rock climbing, caving, you know, you, you get an opportunity to try all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, but bikes, bikes came back into my life. Um, about 20, 2011. Um, went on, we call it in the military, it's adventurous training. So you'll go off to, there's a camp in Wales uh, and it's an adventurous training camp. Uh, it's just outside Betsy Code in Wales and it's set up to, and you, you go and you just do loads, you do like what we did was a multi-sport, um, multi-activity kind of week and you basically have a dabble in everything, like climbing, rock sailing, uh, abseiling, climbing, kayaking, hill walking, um, and there was mountain biking and I hadn't really given mountain bikes much thought, you know, after God knows how many years, just got distracted with other stuff in the army, flung my leg back over a bike. And it was just like, Oh, where have you been all my life? Um, and the bug bit, um, and it just, yeah. So I, I, um, I went to uh, Afghanistan in 2012 and I used my the extra money we got paid for being there every month, and I basically built myself a, a, a pretty swanky bike for when I came back, um, and haven't looked back. It's it's my it's something that I use to manage my kind of mental well being. Um, obviously, there's the physical aspect to it, but the mental side of it just getting out in the fresh air and just working, working off that tension. Um, it's as close to mindfulness as I can get. Um, Cause you have to very much be, particularly with what I do, there's a lot of um, gravity enduro downhill. So you have to be very much in the moment. Um, you know, if you're distracted on the bike, then you, you can have a bad day. Um, and more importantly, what, what it, what it brought me was um, that the people that, today who are my closest friends um i've all met them randomly in random ways my best mate sam i i went off to a place i I met him randomly um at a a a day off work so i'm gonna go for a ride so i went to a local spot um that i used to ride at up in hampsley forest during the week and there was this random dude with a mohawk and tattoos there um just got chatting 
soon discovered that we uh, both have a love of heavy metal um, <laughs> and we just rode together for the entire day and um, he introduced me to a band called the Cancer Bats who have been a firm favourite ever since and we've been best mates ever since. Just two random dudes just meeting at a bike spot riding just and now we, you know, obviously not with the lockdown with the with the way things are at the moment but pretty much, yeah, we when I'm riding, he's riding and vice versa. Um, and then through him, I've met, you know, a whole raft of other people. Um, and when I, and I, when I say civilians, it's just to kind of delineate from the, the friends I made in the military. So these people have never had any connection to the military in there. And it, and it, it kind of created bikes has created that balance in my life that I didn't have before, before, my career was everything um and i and i didn't have that kind of that balance of friends outside of the military really and bikes is something that brought that in, into my life it there is an it's, it's it's not well i suppose it is a really it is really there's a bit of an adrenaline rush and there's sort of a bit of a childhood feel to riding a bike I used to live in a place called Brentwood. It's in, it's in Essex. Um, and it it has, bizarrely, yeah, it used to be the like, headquarters of, of Ford, right? And behind Ford uh, headquarters was a small wood. And I don't know who built it, why they built it, whether it was because they needed something to do on a lunch break. But there was an incredible sort of mountain bike trials um, course embedded deeply within the wood. And it was just everywhere throughout this wood. And it was brilliant. I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm no, I don't have like fancy bike or anything like that, but it, it was just to go through it and not die was <laughs> thrilling, you know? Um, uh, I remember um, taking my wife and being like just just follow along it'd be fine and not realizing how actually you know maybe you know you when you don't grow up on a bike uh just how easy it is um to screw up <laughs> I, I pro i'm probably similar in that sense it's, yeah we I, phones came in just at the end of my sort of um childhood uh or well I think I got my first one when I was like 14 or something. So before then, it was exactly that. You got on your bike, went to mate house, and then you went to the other mate's house, and then you went to the other mate's house, and then, until you were off. Uh, and that was always on a bike um, in Tottenham. There isn't much to do, but most people had bikes. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting that that's a, you know, no matter where you are in the world, where you grew up, that's a universal thing. Yeah, and that, and, and, that, and that's what I've seen in, in my sort of travels with my job is bikes are universal. Um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. I, I think there's a lot of, there is a lot of that links to childhood and that kind of freedom. That's how you got that freedom as a kid, wasn't it? So, but yeah, it's, it's, it, it isn't, it isn't, it is a, it's a healthy addiction. I, I can imagine with some of the prices of bikes uh, that that probably would have been uh, an unhealthy one would have been cheaper. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a running there's a running joke that um, you're not a mountain biker unless your bike costs more than your car. 
Um, and literally, in myself and all of my friends, that is absolutely the case. Oh my days! I, 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 yeah, we have a family car. I don't think I'll be buying anything that costs more than that anytime soon. But um, wowzers! It is, it is something that you know creeps in at the back of your mind. Maybe I'll just get on a bike, get on the bike, and I'll go. And yeah, um, yeah, I don't think, uh, I don't think I'll ever. Um, scratch that itch because i think i'd probably end up uh yeah spending way too much money on it <laughs> I've, actually i've got a really good mate of mine another will actually uh who is super into road bikes and they are a di- different kettle of fish those people they are completely different he's talking about shaving a gram off of you know uh, a, a wheel or something and i'm like just go for a big poo you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> you know, you yeah, really Ro- roadies, roadies are the consummate weight weenies. There, that's that's they live and breathe. Like, yeah, it's you get that in the mountain biking world, but on on the whole, yeah, not so much. It's, and I, I, do, I do remember as a kid idolizing. Is it Mark Neal? Am I getting that name right? He was a downhill mountain bike or something. Neil. Um, Neil. I'm just trying to think of Neil. The only Neil that was a British downhill was Neil Donaghy. No, he was like, Neil was the surname. Oh, Neil. I'd have to, no, I can't. I, 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 maybe I'm misremembering, mm. most certainly misremembering, but I remember watching downhill mountain biking on Channel 4 on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. And Marky Neil, I don't know why that, Marky something maybe, I don't know. Um, but him being like the thing, um, I think I even follow him on Instagram. God knows why I looked him up, but um... Mark Beaumont. No, no I'm just. No. There, I mean, certainly like British, yeah, British riders. There was. I mean, there's still legends within the scene now. Um, some of them are still going. Um, Incredible. Yeah, there's some real characters. Yeah, yeah, and I remember he had like he had long blonde hair, and he was, you know, yeah, Mark Neal. N-E-A-L-E. Mountain. Oh, no, no, that's complete. No, that's not them. That's a completely different person. Anyway, I'm going to leave it be. Right. Um, This has been fantastic. I think that this is probably where we call this a day. Um, uh, You know, it won't be through five stories every uh, every person every week. I think that's probably... um, asking too much of people but this has been absolutely fantastic uh thank you will and um that's that